I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Make sure you're Supercoach 360 podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, we're the monkeys. Ah, sorry. Welcome to Supercoach 360, everybody. We're back for another week. It's Dormant with the boy, Juzzy J. How you going, bud? How we doing? Good, mate. Louie, what's cracking, mate? Yeah, not too much, not too much. Good, mate. Good. Bergs, how you going, buddy? You know me, mate. I am always good. That's good. How do we all go this week, boys? Good week or not? Oh, average. Lost out in the Podmasters only just. Forgot to loop Nath. Bit Oof. me in the ass. Um, played, yeah, like three or four backs for 50 points. It was horrid. Yeah. Standard. Par. I got par. I got 12.50. So you found him, did you, after all these years? Yes, yes. <laughs> Still owes me. Um, but no, I felt I got a pass score for the week. Yep. And, uh Moved up a couple, so that's... Lovely, that's different. all you can ask for. Yeah, not great amounts, but I went up a couple, it's which up. is better than the rest. <laughs> yeah, so that's right, mate. I'm happy with that. Um, but yeah, all in all, I think Naif saved me. Yep. Uh, without the right captain choice, I could have much easily have been... At least 150 oh, it's points. It's definitely a big down. part of the weekend, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah. Um, so I've seen some people that decided to pot on and go turbos and stuff like that, and I just thought, fuck, off the swing Reece there. Walsh. Reese Walsh. There's a few swings you could just notice by I the end of the I talked David round. into the looping trail and not Captain and Nath. Oh, Sorry, yeah. David. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, he would have got Alamotti's 11 or something if he has him, but yeah. Yeah. But in yeah, well, he, that, he sold Hammer and kept Alamotti too. Well, it's a smart. Yeah, you know, it was a smart <laughs> choice to loop trail though. At that point, we've scored yeah. 148. Like, yeah. chance in your arm after that. I think it has happened before. I remember a couple of years ago, Nath went big and a few balls up and stuck with Turbo. Yeah. Turbo went 200 and yeah. sailed home. Like really good. Yeah. I was on that. But yeah, like there's just them moments, you know. Yeah, Louis, uh, how'd you go, mate? Oh, not the best. Only scored an 11.34, which is probably sub-par for this round. Um, nope. <laughs> uh, same as you, uh, Captain Walshy, Reese Walsh. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the best overall. Traded out the Hammer for Mazu. Although Mazu still scored 92. Hammer went on to score oh, yeah. a lot more. <laughs> um, how about you, Con? 
How'd you go? I was horrible this week, mate. I'd rather not talk about it. Can we move <laughs> on, please? What'd you get? Uh, 960 or something. Yeah, that's Ouch. it. Massive. Yuckies. So, yeah, I'd rather just move on. I've already cried about it enough this week. Thanks, Louis. Yeah, fair enough. Must have been tough watching this round. What do I get? Uh, 1150-ish. Oh, really? Uh, 11.72. 11.72 for me. Saw me go down a little bit, but, yeah, made a few mistakes, and my backs are all had an off week at the same week, which sucked, but it is what it is. Um, still confident in the team. Still confident in the plan. Sticking to the plan and just seeing what happens. So, that's my goal. Yeah, I'm definitely prepared about what we're doing this week. Righto, I'll we'll have a crack then. Um, just while I'm still mid-shares, so I'm mid-shares at the moment. Um, priority trades, f- fellas. Um, I feel you're at a, we're at a point now where prioritising certain areas are going to be key for your run home. Like your, your halves especially is, is a major talking point and your fullbacks um, with... Tommy being a bit injured, it's a thing that I'm worried about. Do I do I play an injured Tommy? Do I hunt around and try and get some Reese Walsh money? Like, what do I do? Um, so, yeah, I think every one of us will probably have a different area we need to strengthen as well. I wouldn't say it's an injured Tommy. He had back spasms for about 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, take away those back spasms out of that game. He's not scoring 120. Oh, let's like, face Penrith it. absolutely smacked him off the field. He played Penrith, and Penrith have found some form. Like, yeah, last couple of weeks, that. they've played themselves in this. Well, even form. if Turbo had no back spasms or anything, he wasn't scoring any more than a 50. No, I don't think either. And we know this Penrith team is a team that suffocates the points out of the, out of a squad. Yeah. You know, whenever anyone comes up against Penrith, you don't really expect them to score... Yeah, anywhere what they usually would. No, it's like a Melbourne, like Melbourne of old anyway. Now it's a bit different this year especially, but a couple of years ago you knew if you went in against a Melbourne side you weren't coming out tons up everywhere, you know. Very few players turn up against Melbourne of old. So, yeah, it's a few things to look out for there. Like if you are up against Penrith in the next couple of weeks, like, are they the sort of players you might be thinking about moving on before they get to Penrith and lose some cash, you know? Well, I know. I can imagine a lot of people will be jumping on um, uh, Cam Murray or Cody Walker uh, or the Troy Mitchell from South. Um, but you, if you look at their draw, they've got Storm and Penrith both coming up in the next couple of weeks again. And I think they've got the Broncos in there as well. Um so, you know, maybe over those weeks, they might not quite hit that 150, that level that they hit. Yeah, then tougher games they do, they just suffocate you for points. Well, that, that's what the good teams are about. They they find a way to take the good players out of the game. Like, who was it years ago, Con, that kicked Billy Slater out of the game where we got the seven tackle set from? There's a team that used to just constantly do it. Yeah. Um, they just kicked the ball dead and it took Billy out of the game. I don't want to say A-Ray. I'm thinking A-Ray. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a certain time there where people just used to kick the ball dead to take Billy Slater out of the game and that's where we got our seven tackle resets. 
They thought, well, we'll change that. It's such a, a shit tactic. You know? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, boys. Jazzy, you deep in the... Where are you? Are you on your team there, bud? Man, I've got... I've got the Supercoach Blues, if I'm being honest. It's... The what blues. are we? Six rounds in. And I just feel like I'm at a bit of a stalemate with my team. I've used four boosts. Um, four, to, is that including this week? Or no. Or have already boosted that, four I've times? already boosted four times. I'm laying off the boost this week. Last boost got Puppy's name on it. But I ended up boosting in Cody Walker last week. Wasn't a bad idea. No, that's it. It paid off with the cash I generated. And I'm doing the same thing again this week. Moving to Payne Haas. Um, from Christian Welch. <clears throat> so getting rid of Liero and Welch. So I don't have the, you know, buy dilemma in a couple of weeks, or as bad. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Payne Haas race don't. So, I've got my half set now. I've got four gun halves. I've got to figure out my fullback spot. I mean, Meany's off resting this week, so I've got Taruva and Tom Travojevic playing in my fullback, which is scary. Why? Because well, Turbo scored a 26 last week. And I know they were playing Penrith, but also just... They're at home this week. I'm, at, that's what I'm hoping, Brooke, hoping at, for a bounce back, and, but up against the Storm, who are starting to... Yeah, I know. Tommy, Brookvale, Brookvale's spiritual home, really, you know. Yeah, look, I, I got, I've got faith. I know he scored some big scores there. So, And then Taruva up against the Knights. Um, I could put in him or I could put in Perham, but... Yeah, after Perham's 20 last week, I'm just not entirely sure. But aside from that, I've just got to sit on now on a few players and just let them juice up for another couple of weeks. And this buy thing's really running with me. Because you bring in someone, two, three weeks later, they got to buy. And it's just like, oh, you really need that depth this year. Like, is that what you're noticing? Absolutely. Oh, it's killing me. It's the stunting prices, and we've been getting a few injuries. Like, I've been pretty lucky, I'll be honest, with injuries, but there's been quite a few injuries to open the year. Yeah, see, I, I chased my tail, man, with KP, with Dewey, with Burton. Like, I, I've spent six trades in my 5 eighth in the first six weeks, bro. Something like that. Like, it's a ridiculous amount when you actually look at it. So I went Dewey, I started Dewey, went Dewey to Munster. And haven't looked back. Yeah, no, well, that's it. I went that way, but then I had a lot of cash invested in Burton because I didn't take the risk on Katoa and save that cash. See, I and saved that. And that bit me cash. in the ass. I was hoping Dewey was going to be better, but what do you expect? Sorry, Tigers fans. Fuck, man. Ah, uh, Dewey's gone yeah. now, too. Like... Can, can we just have a look at and just have a quick chat about the absolute piss take it is that the first two points the Tigers scored this year is the result of a buy? I really don't like the two points for a buy. Have they beaten it yet? But no, well, that's said it. They'll be lucky to get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how uh, crazy is that, man? That these guys haven't like you get a default two points for the buy, and that's going. That's the only two points these people have on the board. Sorry, but it's their own fault, mate. Those I'm not doubting there, that. There were games there where I'm not saying they were. They could have won last week against Power. They could. They have, almost did, but. There was other, there was big points in games that could have been momentum changes for them, and their team just wasn't with the rest of the team. Like it was one or two blokes going on a whim, and the team wasn't there. And if the team was there, the momentum changes, and you know I'm not going to say they're going to win games, but 
they're definitely way more in it, especially if the team's constantly up in the line, pushing with with the players and running them holes. And that they did get a bit of that against Para last week, but that was the first time I've seen it all year from them. Like they've given nothing. Like John Bateman does a good job. Arpy does a good job. Um, IPAP, I feel, does a good job, but everyone's hammering him because he's not pumping out 80s. But he doesn't have Mitch Moses either, and he doesn't have the rest of the Parasite who was going forward and doing a job that the Tigers don't do. And I think that's the issue right there that you said. You're naming one or two players that really, well, three players there where you can rely on them to go out and put a performance. But really, if you look at it, Besides those three players, there's nothing really else that's coming through. That's, you know, no no one else is stepping up in a game. That's trying the thing. To win, like, win when you game. look at it, yeah, they've got a little bit of raw talent in there, but they've actually got a pretty good team on paper. I tell you mm. what, that that winger kid on the weekend had a rocker of a game, bro. That two two yeah. Wow, bro. He. And then did you see at the end, Clint Guffman tried to give him the game ball, telling him, "Oh, you had a mad game." He's saying, "Fuck off." <laughs> get away from me shit like get away mate I don't give a fuck about the ball like, good attitude I oh, love it it was good love it <laughs> well they just got beat like that was a game that I think they felt they were going to win at one point as a team on the field anyway they, the momentum had changed yeah. like, they were starting to rag, drag it in but and may, may I just make a quick comment um, if no, I was a parent sorry Lou no, if, okay. I, if I was a para fan, I wouldn't be happy about that, but about no. that performance. <laughs> they, I mean, realistically, they just won against a team that is, you know, just completely useless. Way really. off the mark. They just, yeah, and they just won. Like, there was a moment there before Charlie Staines dropped that ball where you thought, mate, they've got momentum. They're going to score. They're going to win here. They might I, actually get get the win. I did think that if chat, I did think that that they were coming home with a wet sail. I was on the dogs to get up there. I was like secretly going, "Come on, I'll get there." Ev- ev- yeah, ev- but that's it. You wanted the upset. Everyone tipped the eels, but everyone wanted Tigers to get that win. Yeah, <laughs> just you know what? Just because we've all got that one mate that goes for the Tigers, fucking crushing for them. Like, I hope they get one this year. For the sake of the supporters, give them something. But but if you honestly take a look at their lineup and the way, uh, sorry, their draw and the way they're playing at the moment, I actually think they've got a real solid lineup. But something is just not right down there because well, yeah, it's just not working for me. Their new squad, they half of their team didn't get a preseason with them. Like Bateman wasn't here, and the rest of them, IPAP was overseas playing. That's internationals. It, Dewey was I hope they overseas gel. playing internationals. Brooks was at home. Uh, and in Xbox. <laughs> he was playing internationals on PS5. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Um, fellas, has your plan changed? Has your plan changed from the start of the year, like with the emergence of some new talent and just some of the old dogs not doing what we thought they were going to do. Like, some of the, the talent that was coming through from last year hasn't backed it up this year. Like, your Reese Robsons, he's been okay, but hasn't been Harry-like. And your Tarpanies haven't been harsh like And there's been others along the way. Um, Ola Kawatu. Ola Kawatu's been chugging along very shit. There's, not shit, but not to the expectations that were expected. There's a few doing that. Um, down, down in the centre wing, I think, not many people were too happy with Val 
but Val, we've, we all knew Drinky come back would be different for Val, but Val was highly... I got a 92 the week before Drinky come back too. Yeah, yeah. So, you knew Val was going to be Val. But I think he was highly traded out. Like, he was still averaging... price rise. Well, low 60s. With nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there's been a few along the way. Like, has your plan changed? Like, we've... Like Hopgood, I think at the start of the year, the first two rounds, Hopgood was there to stay for twenty rounds. Keeper, keeper. <laughs> um, three weeks later, Hopgood's on the bench and he's gone. Like for me, he was gone last week. I'm cheering. I, I pulled the trigger last week. I had a feeling it was all changing. So hopefully he goes down. Maddo's looking good, but who? Maddo. Maddo does look good, doesn't he? And not just because he's a monster. Like he's looking fresh out there. He looks like he. Could probably cop ahead. Looks like you'd like to pay back four thousand dollars, maybe well, worth it. <laughs> well, that's if them three losses are on him. That's the way he's got to look at it. For the sake of three grand, he cost. He definitely didn't help the cause. Well, at least four one. grand. Come on, mate. Let's not sell him short. He's not Sorry. a tight ass. I thought the magic. I thought <laughs> it was play, three weeks for four grand. Thought player management got something. That's all. <laughs> um, but yeah. So has your plan changed? Your plan changed, Louis? At all? Like. Is there dudes that you you're now looking at that you weren't thinking about at the start of the year, or players that were on your radar but you're a bit worried to have turned into pretty good looking prospects? First starters, Lockie Miller. Yeah, I mean he oh, in centre wing you can name Lockie Miller, the Hammer, Asako. At the start of the season, you'd never have thought these players would have get to the level that they are now. Like you might have thought, oh, they might make a couple of hundred k in cash, but like Asaka's at, I think, 650 now? Or yeah, something like that. Like money. Did not expect it out of him. Oh, I'll give you that. He's out there. He's, he's close to it, yeah. He's um, way out there. Negative break even, too, I think. Yeah, I think he's negative 22 or something like, something like that. Jesus, but, um, he can still jump on. Then Hammer. But it's, yeah, players like that where you think, at the start of the season, I don't think anyone had their plans as, oh, you know, they're going to earn, earn me a lot of cash. You know, you might. Again, quick 100k here and there, but there's quite a few now. I didn't, well, I didn't even start with, didn't start with the hammer, didn't start with um, Chansey. I didn't start, and these are people that I I had been burnt by in the past. And Chansey, for me, I always thought he was always looking, always wanted to watch what Chansey was doing, and with that head knock has kept his low low price so it's time to jump on now or, or sort of lose it but these are blokes that i probably should have started with like they're going to new squads we all know wayne bennett ta- he's he's a tactician he's been in the sport for 30 40 years or something um he weren't going to come in with a, with a shit plan and watching the hammer over these first six rounds fuck he's come a long way from his time at the cowboys last year chancy at fullback at over there at the Warriors, well, I wouldn't even say Hammer's come a long way from his time at the Cowboys. I think the way the Dolphins are playing football and the way Hammer plays as more a sport player than that sweeping around the back or playing fullback, the way they play through the middle off the back, Jeremy Marsh King and the forwards causing momentum, I think that's brought him on more than what. Sweeping out the back plays like they're designed for drink water at the Cowboys would do. Well, we noticed it at the Cowboys. They couldn't score. Well, the Dogs beat them round one last year. 
got thumped, I think. Not thumped. 12 6. You got beat by the dogs who were shit for the rest of the year, just about. Um, to when, I think, round three, Kidzy got hurt. I think four. I think he had four weeks there and then Brinkwater stepped in and. And then bang, they moved into the top four within a few weeks of that and just piling on points. So. Ten minutes from a grand final. Yeah, so it's it's. I like what like I like seeing what the hammer's doing there too. Like, he, I'm glad I did jump on before the price changed too much because now he's at a point now you probably don't want to jump on. It's a bit of a waste of a trade jumping on now unless you see him as a season long keeper. Like, I wouldn't recommend you to get him unless you see him as a season long keeper. Um, anyone else like for use? Like, who who you sort of missed the boat on, but he's. Yeah, probably the hammer. I went Hayes Perham over the hammer, and he chugged along all right. The hammer's more of a roller coaster, but he, he's obviously got the high ceiling. So a bit spewing about that. Um, <clears throat> probably not going like not going Cardi. Definitely yeah, that one Cardi, bit me. Cardi was a massive fail on all our bars, I think. And like Con said earlier, not just uh, not going with my gut. I went against my plan of trading out keepers that were going to lose cash. Held on to Teddy for that extra week. Got rid of KP instead when I could have held him because he wasn't playing. Um, and I could have just done a straight downgrade to Reese Walsh on that first week and copped his first score. So that's probably what's hurt me the most so far this year. I'm now looking... Who who do you guys want at hooker? Who's your Harry. second hooker? Your second one. Like we We all want the wizard, but... Is it JMK? Is he the second form hooker of the comp now? I've got my eyes on Marshall, Jerry Marshall King. I've, I've got him in some drafts. He does well. You know, he's yeah, well, he, look, he looks solid. And aside from the time off he's had, he's done all right, hasn't he? He's only scored one, I think, just under 50. The others were. I think he's the second highest averaging hooker. So, yeah, I am sort of feel like I'm missing the boat on him as we speak. Um... I had the same feeling about Cody last week, but I went with Cody. Um, but, yeah, I've been saying the Cody one for a couple of weeks. I think we were sleeping on him. Yeah. He's starting to chuggle on quite nice. Same thing. I know he's a roller coaster. He's got his ups and downs. But Well, he made you 90 grand just last week, just just for jumping on, Juzzy. Yeah. yeah so, and 134 points. Yeah. So which I, I took every single one of them. That saved me last week, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Louis, anyone like that for you, mate, that you feel that you you might have him now, but you missed out at the start and or you're still missing now that you would like to get, but maybe he's a bit out of reach or something? Or... Payne Haas. Yeah, yeah. Payne Haas. I wish I didn't hold back and just went probably straight Tarpany to Haas. Yeah. And then, you know, I can sort out getting Tarpany in by shifting other players around, but... Yeah, I think Payne Haas is one I missed out on. I know Jeremy Marshall King, I'm actually he's, I'm getting him in this week. Yeah. Nice. Um, in replace of Reese Robson. Um, but, yeah, Payne Haas, for me, is probably my biggest one. Bud, what about you? Got a few, or? What are you trying to say, mate? No, I'm just asking. <laughs> you, <laughs> you got a couple there, or you got one or two, or? Um, probably Lockie Miller. Yeah. Only more pre-season, fucking loving him bits, and then... Some reason a week and a half out from the season, I talked myself out of him. Which a lot of the and chatter. I still don't even know how I ended up talking myself out of him. I think so it's yeah, just the chatter. The chatter around too, like the, the 
in the preseason this year. He was, un- he was unseen. Like he played seven games for the Sharks. Who who? And he more than impressed me enough. That's why I was on him all preseason. He'd done more than enough in his time at fullback. He showed me he was busy enough. He the had work one, ethic. He had tackle break ability. He had a bit of skill. He had speed. He was like which a is three week all super coach friendly. He was like a three week before kickoff. End of mid-season transfer sort of thing. Like he wasn't there for a pre-season or anything. It was a gamble trade. Like really, if you no, look at it, I don't agree. Well, he hadn't been Hindsight there for the says pre- it wasn't either. Yeah, I know hindsight says it wasn't either. But if you're planning at the start of the year and there's a bloke that's going to a team that he hasn't spent any time with and he's about to play in a key position, it's a red flag. And, but, and but I understand why people it, didn't again, go there. He's not that. He's he's a hammer type fullback. He's not that drink water fullback who needs to be in those sweeping plays designed to needs to be where he needs to be at certain points. He's more that support runner when something happens, he reacts to it. He's there or he creates something himself. Yes, he can also play that sweep option, but that's not his strength. Oh, so no, therefore, I feel he didn't need as much preseason training to get into the role that he was designed to play. KP was designed, I feel, to play that option on both sides with Jackson Hastings being that main man. Well, he, well he's, he's a massive regret on my behalf as well. Like, fuck, he's, he's... Even after his back-to-back 50s, if you actually watched the Knights games, he he got 50s out of nothing. Like, he had Just no work. attacking stats. Well, he has, no, he has 20 to 25 runs a game, man. Yeah, so the points... He's a nuggety little dude. He breaks tackles. The points are always going to come. I think the price tag sort of scared me off a little bit too at 600000 when we had so many cheapies down there. With well, you. And you also had Val like 680 or something like that. So it was... Can you find that extra bit of cash to get Val, who's a guaranteed locked-in gun, goal-kicking... Lockie's kicked a few goals lately, but he was never a locked-in goal kicker with KP and Hastings. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's one that got away. I did start paying us, though. Like, that was one of them things, Louis, just going back to that. I I really had a long, hard think about that because I had, um, I think, Tino there for, for ages. I had Tino yeah, there for ages. I was, everyone was going tarpany. And I thought, oh, no, Tino's the guy. He was that lowly owner. And I thought, you know what? Payne Ars was playing with two busted shoulders last year, needled up every game, still picking off 50s or whatever. Still picking off 50s or whatever, you know. And I was so glad I went down because the thing was I saved 80 grand by going down to Payne Ars there while everyone else was thinking tarps or Tino. It was really, it was Payne Ars was... The man we've spoke about every year since we've podcasted, you know, pain ass, pain ass, pain ass, and this year he barely got a mention. It's unreal. Because he, he had two busted shoulders last year, and his mum went through that shit too at the start. Yeah, everyone was expecting. Well, that's that's the reason why I didn't jump on. Like this, I have to admit, this is the first season where I haven't started with pain ass in my squad. Regrets, eh? Regrets. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. I mean, <laughs> what's even worse is that my my name. In, my name is in uh, for super coach is pain in the house, yeah, yeah. and I didn't even include him in my starting squad, and I regret it. He's a, a pain in my house. <laughs> He's a massive pain in my house. <laughs> I called my team do it for a tanner. He was in my side for three weeks. Yeah, bam, yeah, gone. gone. 
Yeah, you can always bring him back. As soon as I saw what Foz did, I was just like, Foz is the dominant half there. I think you get, get all the points. I think you get a chance of changing your name halfway through the year once, don't you? Oh, I don't know. I think you might just be able to go into your settings and do it. I'm yeah. Not sure. But yeah. yeah, not getting Payne Haas, not starting with Payne Haas, definitely. <sighs> definitely one of my biggest regrets. Yep. Um, so we've got a Braddo chat there, yeah? Have we got yeah. any on the live, lads? We've got All a right. few. We've got quite a few, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Say good day to everyone, Louie. Who have we got? We have... That's not showing all the comments. Wivies. Oh, mate, we are on. Keep talking, uh, Bergs. Dead air kills. We so. have Trey Wheelhouse. Um, how are you, Trey? Trisquin uh, Tr- Henderson. Um, Taruba going to carve up against the, against the Knights. Oh, I hate so. I've got him. Um, dad, hi, dad. Uh, hey, boys, do you think the Tigers will get up against the bye? No, no, no. I mean, they've got a strong chance of dropping that one. Oh, look, that's that's what I mean, man. It's a disgrace they pick up the two points by default. Really, I feel like if you haven't won a game, you shouldn't get the two points. I understand the system they got in place, but that's why I don't understand why there's a system for points for the buys. I think either way you look at it, you're going to look at a flawed ladder all year. This just stops there being any zero pointers on the bottom of the ladder. But if you're shit enough to be a zero pointer, you deserve to have that displayed on the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, well, sh- shame foot saying bring back even teams. No, 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 no more, no more of these buys. All right, so let's quickly. Who's your expansion club, boys? There's been lots of talk about this in the last couple of weeks. That's what gets rid of the next buy. It will be done by the next broadcast deal. It's happening. Who, where, why? Um. Nostalgia for the Bears. Yeah. Um, if in saying that, a lot of people that Bears are a relocation straight up. Yeah, Bears will have to go Perth or something Perth? to the west. Well, but, per- Perth or Pacifica, because there's talk about basing them out of cans and calling them Pacifica. Well, then there's no. It wouldn't be the Bears then. That'd be some sort of. Yeah. See, I think Pacifica deserves its own identity. I don't yeah, think. Yeah. No, I think the Bears. If you want to go, if the NRL wants to go down the nostalgic route, bring back the Bears. If you want to. Modernise and go looking towards. I'm not saying the Bears aren't a future club or anything like that because they 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 could be, but if you're going to go Pacifica, I think you really need to give them their own in label, you know, yeah. their own brand, their own thing to to live off. Um, if it's going to be based in Cairns and what is it going to be a PNG slash Island yeah. team? Also, then I think there's going to have to be some. I think they should be looking now. So they can start signing some marquee Islander boys, if you catch me drift. Whereas, yeah. like, like what the Wayne said, they got given no time with the Dolphins. So if they want to bring a Pacifica team in, I think they should be able to start poaching. Not yet. We're going, Brad, on a second. Poaching some players for that now. Um, Con, just quickly, expansion, do you bring back the Bears or you go Pacifica team, its own brand? Definitely no Pacifica team. Um, I'd probably go Central Coast or another Brisbane team, to be now, frank. Yep, good. Now, so the other option, which is being highly sort of like floated out there, is Ipswich, Toowoomba in Western Brisbane because it's a very fast-growing corridor. AFL's trying to pick it up, so they want to give him something to really fight for out there. Well, Toowoomba used to have the biggest rep team in Queensland, pretty much. Yeah. My like, Tom Clydesdales were massive. They were a feeder team to Brisbane for years and years and years. So there, there you go. Like that. 
It's it's a big okay. rugby league area. Yeah, it, it is a big rugby league area. Now, also, let me pose this to you. You bring him into the comp in, say, three years, but you, you let Bellyache and Cameron Smith run it. Oh, it depends if they do it or not as well. Like, Bellyache is head of football. You can't. Bellyache signed the Storm for the next four years after this one. Oh, has he? And there is no way they're going to let him go. And the money they're going to pay him to just stay on for two days a week or whatever to Zoom call and fucking be the head of coaching or whatever he is, he's not going to pass that up to... I didn't realise that. His I, I, coach. Yeah, I forgot that he And signed. I don't... I haven't heard anything about Cameron Smith having any aspirations to be a coach, to be perfectly frank. I think he's happy in his media roles doing what he does with no stress at all and just cruising Origin. through. Origins his thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like... So... Um, but Central Coast, John Singleton's always said <clears throat> he's got fifty million there that he's willing to throw behind Central Coast Bears. They've got a stadium there ready made to go. They've got countless fans in between Newcastle and Sydney that he's begging for a team. So either Brisbane or Central Coast to me. Oh yeah, fair call. Look, I think Central Coast if it if it gets a look in, it doesn't get a look in till after there's an, another Brisbane team. Sydney's got a population of like roughly six million. Brisbane's got a population of roughly four million, right? Three and a half, four. So if you're looking at sort of, we got nine teams in this area. They've got three. But we claim to be the ARL, and we don't move off the eastern coast. But well, that's the other thing. I'm all for a WA team. I I think it's Brisbane team, Perth team, um, Queen, uh. Yeah, possibly another Queensland team or a Pacifica team. I'm I'm all for a far north Queensland team or even a Rockhampton Gladstone team uh, from Queensland. Like it's definitely a rugby league heartland. You've really got to you know. Um, you you've really got to promote that and encourage that. Um, the Pacifica team. I'm curious to pick your brain about this con. You've very quickly shot that down. Yep. Why is that? There's no junior pathways. There's no infrastructure over there. As you can't justify sending a team across over there every week to play in front of 5,000 fans. No, they wouldn't. They'd be based out of Cairns. They'd play their home games in Cairns. They might play one or two marquee games in the other nations so throughout the tournament. the Pacifica team's probably going to be the Warriors pretty much during COVID. You're going to have to spend six months of their lives packed up over here while their families are at home. Like, yeah. it just, like it, for me, it just doesn't make sense at the moment. If you had infrastructure built up over there, pathways built up over there where they can all come through, and you had stadiums there that can fill the requirements to actually generate a little bit of profit off it. Well, you got to remember, though, it's also a TV game. But then you have blocks. So they spend a month over there where teams travel over there for a month, where they stay at home for a month, and then they travel for a month. So it's not every week they're flying across the Pacific or teams are flying across the Pacific. Uh, yeah, but that, I mean, that, that I mean one makes it a <coughs> bit more fair for everyone, but then it means you pretty much get most clubs going out there once a year, which would be great for building the game up over in those areas if you've got NRL stars coming but over. But you, you also have to have infrastructure in place. Yeah, definitely. To hold these games. You, you can't take a game over there where a stadium holds 3,500 people. 
No. You got your. By well, the end of the day, do, dollars speak. Yeah. To the NRL, so if the dollars aren't over there. There's no way they're going to invest in it. Yeah, fair call. I mean, mind you, if they did invest in it properly to begin with, with the fucking billions of dollars they get from TV deals and shit, and actually set in pathways and grassroots and all the infrastructure needed to well, create. It's the Australian Rugby League. It's not the Samoan Rugby League or the Tongan Rugby League or the Pacifica but Rugby League. While, while we have that mindset, we're always just going to be the Australian Rugby League because these Pacific countries are never going to get this shit set by themselves. They, they're not going to have the money generated ever well, to got, set this yeah, in stone. So unless we Australia step up and fucking foot the bill, the international game's not going anywhere. And if the international game doesn't grow as a whole then what we are selling as a product now is stale. It's never going to get any better. So the profits we're getting now from TV deals, this is what we're going to get. If we want more money from TV deals to make the game better, to get better players, then we need to grow the international game to make more appealing to other audiences apart from just us. Yeah, fair cool, fair cool. I think you'll find a few years ago, and correct me if I'm wrong, especially you out there on Facebook, because you know... But a few years ago, I think, like Tom, we all know the minnows were pretty shit. Like they would, they had, they had put up a little bit of a fight, but they always got pummeled. Now a few years ago, Tom Lolo and Andrew yeah. Fafita pumped a heap of money. Didn't they pump? I thought they pumped some money. That I thought they pumped some match payments or something. They didn't um, match payments. Matt Perry ends up paying. Did he? Well, yeah. So I, I just remember that there was some sort of money pumped from somewhere. But since that happened, like, people want to play for Tonga, you know. But in saying that, Tonga's team comes from Australia. You know what I mean? Like, they're basically Aussies. At the end of the day, in my opinion, there should be no match payments for international football. The match, the match payments for playing international football is wearing that jersey and playing international football. Yeah, it's a pinnacle. It's a pride of the league, isn't it? Like, that's what you want to do when you're yeah, a Yeah, but a bit of money kid. to cover your expenses while you're away so you can party with the boys never went astray. But if you're an international player, you're getting paid pretty decent from your club. Yeah, I know, but... You and know, you've probably played this is Origin. This about all that money. You've earned this money. And you've probably played Origin for yeah, a year. Yeah. So you got, you've, got, you've got money. Yeah. But, that, but that's, it, that's, it, that's your play money. Well, I don't, I don't begrudge the match payments to them, but... Um, I mean, look, the same thing's happened with Samoa, but... You're right. It's pretty much an Aussie team. I mean, you look at all the superstars on most of the international teams, and yeah, they're pretty I'm much not Aussies. Saying they're Even in Aussie. the Super Leagues, they're not Aussie. They're good players. Are fucking they're not Aussie XNRL. teams. They're not Aussie teams, but they're definitely Aussie products of the Australian game. Like they've oh, that's what I mean. Like the people, here. well, the NRL players, they play in the Australian league. Well, some of them don't get into their teens, yeah, and some of them know, born some, here. some of them born here, and but the ones that get here, like look at multi, is it. M- Matula- yeah, Ronaldo, right? Mulatalo. <laughs> Muli- Mulatalo. I fully got stuck on that one. But, um, Happens a bit. But you know what I mean? He, he'd come from New Zealand or something at 13 or 14, and he was literally in origin camp until the indiscretions. Yeah, he's literally until the indiscretions come out. So there's still that. There was indiscretions. He's, he's tried to sneak out another one. <laughs> I got caught again. Um, but, yeah, that's like there's so much talent coming in from these places and that as well. Like it's getting getting to the point where they probably could sport one, but it'd have to be 
grown from Australian talent. Well, you you, you got to look at you got to look at the All Blacks, the Rugby Sevens, all that kind of shit. Like the Samoans, the Fijians, the New Zealanders, they dominate that. So the talent is out there. We've seen them. Go all right, pucks. boys. Facebook's telling us to move on. Gregory's had his opinion. It's been good. Going to Braddo. Braddo. Hey, welcome, Braddo, to the show, mate. How you going? Hey, good, thanks, Con. How are you going? I'm fantastic, buddy. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. I've uh, just been struggling through Supercoach like all of us, trying to trying to get my shit together, trying to get the team into a, a good position. But, um, yeah, it's been a struggle at times. It's been one of those seasons, hasn't it? It's been a real roller coaster this season, well, for me personally so far. I'm glad it has been for other people as well. It does make me feel as terrible. Oh, Can yeah, we... no, she's been, she's been a very up and down sort of a um a year so far it's, 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 there's a lot of uh, uh um a lot of volatility in a lot of the scores a lot of the scores from players are being you know quite high one week quite low you know you know you just look at Latrell you know it's it's a real it's, you just got to get on the train and you know have faith in your player uh try not to rage trade too much and uh, just ride it out I guess it's that, it's yeah, yeah see I think it's more of a Back who you think's going to be a top fiver by the end of the year and try and stick solid by them. Yeah. Ride the highs and the lows as most of them are going through, except for the forwards. They seem to be the solid rocks again as future past. And Nico and Nathan, obviously. Munster. Mm. Right, no, yeah. No, absolutely. The forwards are, are looking like they're, um, I mean, this is a funny one, and you're probably going to think it's a bit weird, but I think it's a, the top 15 second-row forwards are actually averaging better than every 5'8", except for Munster. Really? So are you Walker? better off putting your money into a second row and just having a shit like 5'8"? It, it leads to an interesting discussion, doesn't it? Does yeah, it? yeah, they're all averaging 60 and above, which I think uh, Dylan Brown's the next best. He's, he's bang on 60. Um, I think Walker after his buck thirty or something would be increased, wouldn't he, or not? Oh, I don't know about his season average. I think he's still a bit underneath uh, Dylan Brown, but he had some pretty crappies, remember? Yeah, he started that real volatility slow. that yeah, that's that volatility we're sort of spoken about. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, there's certainly a bunch of forwards there that are doing quite uh, putting up some nice averages above sixty pretty consistently, which is nice. Well, you've been pretty busy, Bado, um, doing your own stuff and the write-ups and that, and like, give a shout out. Oh, yeah, off the bench podcast, and um, yeah, just your write-ups. Your write-ups this year all been pretty on point. Like, I know you were semi-half taking the piss with SJ at the start of the year, but fuck, mate, <laughs> if you jumped on, you were cheering. You know, um, there's been a couple over the last couple of weeks that have been really good as well that I've. I haven't read them down, but. Bergstein's but, research as always. But no, it's been real. Like the write-ups have been good. Like everything Brad's put out the last couple of years has been pretty on point. If we go back and have a look, like remember when we were doing website stuff and that as well, like everything was good. So who are you? Hey, what's your thoughts on Ray Stone, Braddo? Just quickly while I got you there. Well, my thoughts on Ray Stone, I brought him in. There's me, there's me thought. 
Um, yeah. I did put him down as a bit of an ultra pod this week. Uh, only look, I really did want the cash, and I did want a downgrade uh, out of uh, Hop God. I, I wanted his cash. Um, uh, Stone, I think. Uh, I mean, they're all a bit of a punt. I mean, there's three cheapies this week: Couchman in the second row, Couchman, um, uh, Host, and uh, um, Stone. All of them have got a you know, a, a bit of a plus side. Host, is he really going to maintain once everybody's back? Is he going to still keep up the minutes and keep a starting role there? Um, that's a big me. question, you know. Um, and then Couchman, well, he is increasing. He's coming off the bench all the time. And then you got Stone at 280K, who Bennett, I think, is liking more and more. Every single week, I can see a pattern of about five extra minutes every single week. Um, he's just slowly increasing in minutes, and, and this week he's now starting in the front row. So he he smells like Cotter to me, exactly like Cotter. Um, Everyone you know, get a hooker. Stone on you reckon, Brado? <laughs> well, uh, he's, he's just you know, if you need the cash like I did to fix up a five eight predicament like I had, um, then you know he he was the he seemed to be the clear option in the end for me. So that's that's why I went him. So, um, yeah, I jumped on the stone wagon. Well, I'm looking at going the cheese to stone so I can upgrade Alamotti to Charles Nickel Clockstad. That's that's my play for the week. I wasn't going to trade, but I feel that with Ray Stone getting a start in front row, and it should be for a couple of weeks, I think. Um, yeah, I just like him. He's a worker. Oh look, there's, there's no doubt he's got a. I think he's at, his PPM at the moment is sailing at around about point nine, which isn't huge, but it's fine if he gets some minutes. So if he, he gets sixty minutes or more, um, that, that'll do me. I'll, I'll be quite happy with that. He'll get some good cash. Yeah, yeah. He can jag try too. I'd race day. Well, quite well, famously, seen... so didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> didn't he yeah. yeah. Golden yeah. point yeah. off the field yeah. goal. And you'll think with the with O'Sullivan being out and Milford sort of being out that JMK will be looking to them forwards a bit more often. So, and he's sort of a strike forward, like like you said, he finds the line. The Dolphins play through the middle too. They do, man. And you know what? Like the Hammer, he bit me in the ass last week. The Hammer didn't play him, didn't sell him, but I'm cheering about that because a lot of people sold the Hammer. Brad, I, I, you, I was listening to your podcast today. What was the number on? The the sale of 15K. the hammer, fifteen thousand. Well, it was over fifteen thousand. I think a lot of people were tossing up hammer or Alamotti. No weighing up their options. They looked at a depleted Dolphin side. No Sean O'Sullivan. No Milford. And they thought, um, yeah, hammer over Alamotti. Spewing. Yep. I do like. Well, while we got Brad, we'll talk about that. like um. How often does that happen at this time of year? Like you pick the wrong one. And then you sort of get stuck with the guy. Like I know there's no crystal ball in the way of the ways to pick it, but fuck, how often does it happen? You know, like you too often to people like us, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know that that's where a lot of luck comes into it, and, and, and I'm not I'm not bagging out some people. You get on social media. You know, they get on there and go, oh, you know, and they start spruiking about how wonderful their brain is because they picked a certain player. And, um, 
you know, oh, you should delete the app if you didn't pick this player and all this sort of bullshit. No, they should just give themselves an uppercut. Oh, I bet you <laughs> half of them were bagging Reese Walsh before the season too. Oh, no doubt. Uh, but it's it, a lot of it is a bit of luck. There is there is some skill, but it, a lot of it in those sorts of, you know, it's, it's only luck that that uh, Garrett got knocked out. You know, like well, and he doesn't it. play this week. You know, in a game like Supercoach, you can have a hundred times more skill than the person next to you. But if luck's going against you, you're not going to beat them. It's as simple as that. And yeah. anything can happen on any given week in Supercoach. Like it's eighty percent luck, twenty percent skill. Oh, I'll, I'll go a little bit more on the skill side, but there's <laughs> certainly there is certainly the, a, a high element of luck that can fall into play. Um, but you can have as much skill as you want, and you drop ten yeah. players in one week, and you're fucked for the year. Doesn't matter how much planning you've done, or if you're sitting first after twelve weeks. If you just have a bad run of injuries, that can cruel your season. Doesn't matter how skillful oh, you are, how planning yeah. you are, or if you don't get an injury throughout the whole year. Well, no suspensions or anything, and everyone just excels in your team, and you don't really know what you're doing. You can win it. No, hundred percent. Um, look, in 2021, if you didn't, I don't know if you remember back to then. We probably all had too many beers and everything else since then. Yeah, now. Yes. <laughs> but but if we go back to then, if you didn't get on turbo early, you were just about cooked. So there was it was like it was two competitions. There was a competition of those that got on a turbo early. Because his his price skyrocketed so fast, and so there's a bunch of people out there that were caught without turbo. Were some of them you guys? Yeah, hundred percent. Had to destroy my team to get him in because you yeah. could not, you just couldn't go on the season without having him. No, I came out, I came out wet sail. I jumped straight on every time he came back, just about, and it's done me <laughs> done me justice a couple of times, and it's cruel me the others. But Nico was the one from last year. If you didn't get on. And boost in that first three weeks, he was gone two weeks later. Yeah, he was unreachable for the rest of the Never year. Never came back either. I had Pappy to get did it to us too. Yeah, Pappy's done it. Like there's a there's a few, and you'll find it's like the age old question. You, even Garrick did it too to an extent. Well, you pointed something out to me the other year. Um, your forwards and that aren't going to get away from from you as quick as them backs will. So you're best off sort of if you've got the money there in the back. He's doing okay. He might be best getting on the back because the forward isn't going to be two hundred thousand dollars dear in two weeks. That's it. The forward's you not know? going to back it back out back to back hundred and twenty or whatever. Well, he's going to go out forty fifty k, which is manageable. Whereas the two hundred k is not. You know, it's that's when you start gutting your team and you do stupid shit to your team to get these players in, and then they go bust on you. Well, even if they do go good, you've already destroyed the rest of your team, so it doesn't matter if he's killing it because everyone has got him, but you've destroyed your heart and soul. Well, Brad, Brad, you're you're a planner, so you you know you got to trust your processes on the way to get there. Sometimes, don't you? Uh, yeah, you do, and um, it's probably been a funny one this year. I've have seen a lot of rage trading, which I think is in some cases unnecessary. Um, and we're even seeing it a bit this week. You know, I've seen Turbo being one of the most sold players, you know, and I just sit there going. Everyone thinks there's spoiled know, for trades. That's the problem. Well, you, you're going to run out. <laughs> I but, but even though you've got, on, you know, a lot of trades, it, it's still no reason to, to really trade out. Like, say, Garrick, he's going to be missing one week. Why would you trade him? He's got the he's Tigers got, he's coming got... up. He's got an eight in his rolling average. He's worth 700K, so he's going to not play this week. 
and he's probably going to drop 150k over the next two weeks. But have have you bought him to be a keeper and I to did. just get you to get points? But so I the, the game is about. Him, I also points. brought him, not expecting him to get knocked out with an eight in his rolling average at 700k. Miss a week with the new 11 day stand out and probably drop 150k in the next two weeks. I was not anticipating that in my keeper strategy. But 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 you weren't ever really planning to sell him anyway. So why but not now just I am. disregard? He's gone. But why not just disregard that that price? Just disregard the money because I can get you were going to sell in. him anyway. Who I had to sell like the other week because my phone broke to get Mars yeah. so I can get Val back in who's on the way up, and then get Gary back in in probably three weeks or so at a very discounted price. And Saving roll on. 150k is plus, the same as earning 100k. Well, plus, plus I've got those center wings who aren't quite juiced out yet. Who I'm still waiting to juice out, like a Cam Pereira and same Warbreak. Yeah. And then once they've juiced out, Gary should have bottomed out. And then can I throw a spanner in the work? That's what I just did, didn't I? I'm throwing another one in, <laughs> right? Um, Garrick has yes, granted he has an eight in his rolling average. Um, has a buy or has a head knock thing this week, so we'll count it as sort of a personal buy. Next week plays the Tigers where he could get his 140. And you might not see any 150 price drop shit. This rate could be stepping in a fullback too. That's true. That's fair. I, yeah, that's I, true. I rolled that dice with Nath two weeks ago. And he and came we... out and pumped 124 and got his break even. So that's fair. very fair call. Like that's that's because that's exactly what's fresh in my mind. Like I was waiting for the knife decrease, like you were, yeah. and it Brindle. and it never happened. And we're just sitting there going, "Well, fuck it," you know. Like now I'm paying extra. Thing. It wasn't much money. It wasn't much of an increase from knife, which was lucky. But we were, we got lucky there that we didn't have to pay extra sixty, seventy k. Yeah, lucky his break even was so high. You know, and um. Now he's now he's eight hundred and seventy six thousand. He's unreachable to some people. If you're not getting on this week. No, that's the same as Nico. If you're not getting on this week, he's got a he's got a break even of zero at nine hundred thousand dollars. Both both Nath and Nico, this is the week. If you're not getting on, you you're going to be selling your soul to get on. Mm. But you're you're right, you're you're right about planning. Um, and and we'll go instead of looking at what's happening this week. Let's consider what's going to happen in two weeks' time. And, and I think some people and a lot of us aren't necessarily thinking like that. Now, in two weeks' time, the Storm have a buy. I'm playing five teams in my head-to-heads, in my 10 head-to-heads this week, that have Grant, Munster, Katoa, Walbrick, and Meany. Just think about that. Two weeks' time, it, it, what, what's I've wow. already gone through I mean, it with the Roosters. Um, you know, I've got everyone on that list except for um, Katoa. So I'm hearing you. Don't really want to be playing Brandon Smith at hooker, I don't think. So, yeah, it's here. I've got a couple of things I've got to look at. Sort of. Well, that's only in two weeks' team. time. So, yeah, there's planning that we've – any trades you're making now, you've really got to be thinking a couple of weeks what's going to be – how's that going to be affecting you, you know? Uh, I, I think – I don't know. I'm a bit in two minds about Munster this week because of that. I go, shit, do I really? Oh, I know I'm going to, he's going to go gangbusters this weekend. I can feel 140. But are we just going to be trading him out in two weeks' time? See, I'm not trading well, Munster out. Like, that's it. Well, so you're going to sit there with 900K on your bench? 
Yeah. If, if I have to for one week, yeah. then yeah, because I honestly believe the guys that I've got from that team are going to do the job. Don't get me wrong. Meany may go in this few weeks leading up. Depends on what more Pappy news we start to hear. But as far as I'm concerned, Storm fullback's a Storm fullback. And he's doing a solid job. Until Paps comes back, you think. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly, exactly right. Um, Grant, same thing. I'm going to ride the wave through Origin as well. At least that's my plan. Um, well, the thing Munster is, as well. the thing is, if you, there's no one knocking the door down telling me to go, I need to sell these people to get them to cover me. Yeah, like th- this is where my season-long keeper thing comes in. Like I, all I'm trying to do at the moment is generate cash. If they're going to leak cash, then... Yeah, I'm, I'll look into it. You know what I mean? Because I'm just, I'm in like 10 to 12 weeks of cash generation and I'm looking to build my dream team with any cash I get. I'm not banking much as it is. But that being said, yeah, I've got all those Storm players. I've got Cody Walker. I've got Cleary in uh, the halves. I've got Turbo to cover me for that round for fullback if Turbo stays. I'm considering possibly a trell, but <clears throat> I'm also thinking timing on that. I might hold off. I'm not sure. Um, because I've got meaning, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm waiting on all my center wings to juice. Um, so I've done that. I've gone and built all my backs, and then my trade this week is getting me Payne Haas because I didn't start with him. And I'm just trying to, I'm just going to ride all these guys. I think it's you just got to ride or die, and then hopefully you've got a bit of depth through your bench to get you through those tougher weeks. But you can field a team. It's hard, but you can do it, and everyone's going to have to cop scores like that. I, I don't think trades are for buys. You know what I mean? But people will, and that's my point. People are going to be trading like crazy. You watch when that Melbourne buy comes around, there's going to be some wild old trades going on. Personally, I wouldn't trade Harry Grant over anything. You know, I'm a bit like you, Juzzy, but people are going to do it. Definitely. It'll, it'll happen. Well, look at this week's trades. Look at some of the heavily traded out this week. You know what I mean? With Turbo being that, that dude in particular and Garrick, one-week dudes, like I know you've got a plan with Garrick, but for me, if I had Garrick, I'd, I doubt I'd sell him, you know, just because it's a one-week thing. And like, I, understand, I understand the Hot Goods and the Deweys and the Egans have got to go, but the Turbos and the Garricks and the even Warbrick and Carm Pereira, I see Carm Pereira's still got to break even a six. Granted, he got a... Uh, a shit score on the weekend, but we all know with four and back, he they're a different side, and he gets space. And um, Warbrick's still a Melbourne winger. Like, no offense, Brad, they're playing an under 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 strength manly wing this week. He could get some tries, Warbrick. You know, no, no offense taken. We're, we're bugging. <laughs> it's just like there's so many guys that are still I, I feel decent money makers that. If you don't have to trade this week, you really don't have to. You could easily wait a week. I know the poor scores last week are helping people push the trigger and stuff, but you can still wait on a couple of these guys. Yep. Look, Cam Murray a couple of weeks ago was another good example. You know, people, you know, he put in a 30 or something like that, and all of a sudden he became the most highly sold player. Um, I would have thought that people bought him originally for a reason and they should just stick with him and trust that reasoning. And since then, I think he's put it together two 80s or a an 80 and a 90 or something. And we lost Braddo because <clears throat> we're just tech savvy like that. <laughs> Thanks, but Braddo, that was a good chat, mate. Um, and yeah, always leaves you 
some things to think about, Brad, after you've had a chat with him. So, Ray Stone, for anyone out there who's having a think, I'm doing definitely doing a downgrade that way this week. Um, questions, Louie, you got some live ones there, and I've got some ones from the post, so we'll go tit for tat. You can start, mate. Sounds good. Uh, James Mamatsi, Coochman are safe, cheapy for the next month, fellas. Thoughts? Definitely for three weeks, he's going to get some time. Um, we've Molo going out for them three weeks. His minutes are slowly going up too, I think, if you look that deep. Um, but yeah, I, it's, he's not for me this week. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He's not for me, but I can see a world where people are going in. Long with you, bud, not for me. Yep. Um, Nicholas Nicholas Heffernan. Nick. Uh, going going a pod move this week. Jumping on Sivo. Also seriously considering captaining him. Captaining him against the dogs at home. Expect a couple of tries. Bro, if I was you, if you, especially if you got gold, I'm not sure if you can do it without gold. But you can go back and look at past seasons and past games. Sivo don't really score that well against the dogs. Um, I think we've kept him to under 50 a few times in the last few outings. It's that other side that's going to open up, the Alamotti side. Either way, I definitely would be captain in Sivo. Nah. That's just cray-cray. Yeah, I think so too. Don't get me wrong, massive, massive big balls pod play, and it could, could work, you know what I mean? Could easily bag four tries, but could also get none. And then he's looking at 20. Yeah, I think there's plenty of better op- captain options out there. I mean, if you're going to get one out of that parasite, I'll probably go either Dillbags or Moses yeah. out of everyone there, really. Um, Maybe even Matto as a potty. Yeah. 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 Uh, Matty Drew. Matty. Uh, K-Boy's got 550 in front row forwards. Do I grab TPJ or wear the shit score in front row this week to get Haas next? Ooh, TPJ, I don't even know what you're going to get out. We don't even know what role he's going to have. So for me, I'd probably cop the hit and get pain ass and just sit in there for the rest of the year. You know, that's what I'd be looking at there. What's TPJ named at? Does anyone Front know? row, Prop. I think. Front row? Prop. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. He'll, I think he'll do a good job at front row. I don't know if I'd jump on week one, but, you know... Mad ballsy play, especially if he comes out and he ripped tear bust. But yeah, we all know TPJ's got a low floor. It's a mad offload. Uh, he's been named a ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prop. yeah. Mm. You're a good coach, Matty. I'd go if you got, bro. If you're feeling it, I'd go, bro. I was on him all preseason until the injury. Um, I'd love to jump back straight back on. I got a lot of faith in him, man. But uh, yeah. He's, he's he's not as bulky as he was. Remember when he was at Penrith? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like huge in his shoulders. Nah, bro. He trimmed down heaps over the summer for the boxing. Con, you jump straight on nope. balls up. Nah. Definitely not. Not have all his injury history, suspension history. Well, he's had car issues history. Nah. Yeah. All right. All right. In saying that, Maddie, if that's the position you're in and you want to balls up and do it, bro. But for me, Haas is the get, the get, you know? Yeah. Uh, Danny Nickel. Uh, looking at Gilbert Matto Marshall King. Uh, Luke In. Out Steffo, Egan, and Hookgood. Uh, and miss Nico for another week. Nope. You can't miss Nico. Get you... on Nico. Yeah, if you if you're willing to overlook Nico this week, means you got over a million dollars next week. Get if on he gets, Nico. If he turns up, mate. He's he's a million dollars nearly the week after. He turns up, he will be a million dollars. He's got a neg. He's got an, a zero break even. So yeah, oh, such a such a risk. Get thing. Nico. Just don't. Think about it. You get Nico. But then he doesn't get the strength in them other positions either. But you've got Nico. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I'm, I, I couldn't imagine a world without Nico now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, the wet haired prince. Well, look, he has a break even of zero, as you said. Um, he, with a projected score of 102, they're projecting he'll earn 87K if he scores 102. Yeah. We're shooting him up to, what, just under a mil. Well, he's playing the Roosters, which is the one thing that's like the touch should be a tough sort of match up for him. But he's shown he he score a hundred easy, bro. <laughs> he does it easy. Like that first week he come back, that one eighty was effortless. If you actually watch the game, he was just he was so everywhere, you know. And I don't see him not being everywhere for the rest of the year either. So he's going to do it again and again and again and again. He's can you see these other guys, even if they all have their massivest week, can they outscore a Nico on his best week? Because if Nico's best week's next week at two two twenty or two fifty or whatever, all three of them other guys couldn't catch that in the one week, you know? So Nico for me is a get. Yeah, definitely Nico. Definitely. Um Connor John, Robson to Luke, Welsh to Tarpany. Sonny Luke, I don't know about Sonny Luke, eh? Like, I know his minutes are getting better and stuff, and he's in a Penrith side, which is a, another tick for him, but he worries me a bit, Sonny Luke. And what was the other one? Uh, Welsh to Tarpany. I don't mind that. I wouldn't be in a big rush either to go out and get Tarpany, but... Well, you're an owner. Hey. So you... Hasn't set the world on fire for well, me so far. Welsh's been doing 50s, bro. Like Tarpany's been in the low 60s. 50's a good week um, from Welch, so... 65's a good week from Tarpany. But that's still 15 more points than the Welch, you know? And if but you've got... there are other options you can explore. That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, you must have Huss. Yeah. Or he'd be your prime target. But what about, like, Tom Gilbert or a Tohu Harris or... I don't trust Tohu. He's been named two weeks in a row, hasn't played, so there's a good chance he's named this week, doesn't play again. No, Gilbert's the only other one I'd sort of give a shout to. Oh, nothing off the top of my head. No. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't mind Sonny Luke. I just don't know if he's for my side. 
you know, I've already got a few gambles in my side. So if your side's pretty solid, I see the take the risk in the money with Sonny. <laughs> yep. Uh, Nicholas Heffernan again. Uh, this week he's going Egan to Luke to free up cash. Then he's going Mam to Dillbags and Alamotti to Sivo. As we mentioned before, he's gonna thinking about captaining Sivo. Yeah. Yeah, Ezra Mam to Dillbags, I don't mind. Even saying I don't mind Ezra Mam, but like I know he's not doing Dillbags stuff, but. Dillbag's only just really got... He's only had two good scores all year, if you really have a look. He's no monster. Um, but, yeah, I like the Egan. you got to get rid of Egan. Feel with that second head knock now, he's now a liability to your side. You could be having these every two or three weeks. So, get rid of Egan. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting rid of Egan as soon as ASA apply. And then, yeah, the Sivo thing, I don't mind. He should be semi-pod. You know, I don't know about captain him, but I think that's massive balls, like mm. big, big balls to do that. It could pay off, but at the same time, yeah. Not when you got like the likes of Knaves and Nikos floating around, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Andrew Williams, Turbo to Trell or Nah? John had the round of hell, so I'm looking to recover. I don't mind it, but. I think it's a great trade. Is it a luxury trade? Yeah, definitely. It's very much a luxury trade. Look, I like Trell. If 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 it was someone else, unless you like running a Reese Walsh or something, I'd, I definitely wouldn't trade. But if you were, if you had um someone else, you could even like uh, Charles Nickel Clockstad or something, you could move up and bring in <coughs> Trell that way. Other than that, I wouldn't move on Tommy for him, that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, uh, oh, one from Grant Bradley. Yep, here we go. Any love for Jacob Hose from Souths, boys? Week no. one by coverage to Toller out for a bit and Arrow now in the middle. Rotation seems to have nailed South's left edge. Can at least see 60-plus minutes, even with four forwards on the bench. Think he maintains that? How long's Tatola out for, or Louis, you know? Like? Well, uh, from what I've seen, that looks saying another four to eight weeks. Right? And Jacob Host is supposed to be their future back rower. They've got a lot of time invested in him already. He just had a bad run with injury over the last couple of years. But they were trying to blood him. And he is supposed to be the future. I've heard Jai Arrow even talking about that on Bloke in a Bar. Well, I see Arrow, I think, always been seen more of a middle than an edge. I think he was just filling the hole in the yeah, edge, wasn't he? Just doing what he had yeah. to do. Yeah, I don't mind. Look, I don't mind. He's only cheap. He's near 300, 380k or something. 200. I think he is a bit of a sneaky, and he's definitely one to keep an eye on. Because if he does lock down that spot. Look, there's a little bit of love from me for him. I don't think I've got spot for him in my second row, but that's that's my problem. Uh, he's three three thirty seven with a break even of negative fourteen. Yeah, that's yeah. You could even maybe wait another week if you were downgrading, but it'd be a waste of money. Has he played one game or two? Three. Three. Yeah, he played uh, twenty two minutes. Uh, sorry, he's twenty eight minutes against Manly. Scored twenty two. Uh, forty minutes against. Melbourne and scored 33, and then 74 against Bulldogs and scored 86. 
probably try, got to try in that. Yeah. 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 That's Tuesday. Yeah, mm. well, it's a schlacking. In saying that, if you're not, if you only playing him on matchups, I wouldn't play him as a start in 17 every week. But if you're looking for the money. See, if he's going to make a couple hundred K, why not? And he'll probably get a bit more of an increased role through Origin with Cam Murray going out as well, maybe. Um, I don't mind it, eh? Well, if you didn't sell Hopgood last week to Oski, yeah, that's and you're looking for a downgrade, is he available in the second row, yeah? Yeah, only, I think. Now, about that, Hosking's name this week. Yep. At what? But, uh, it's named as last week, but Garner and Martin both in the extended squad this week. Yeah, I've I've still be waiting and seeing. I think he was a good get last week. I don't think he get this week. I think if you thanks, you sh- boy, <laughs> you should have got him. I'm 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 hoping Garner and Hosking, uh, Garner and Martin make it back into the starting team. Yeah, ain't coming back. I'm I'm relying on footy here. Martin's cause... gonna play left. Hosking's gonna stay on the right. All right, uh, Kevin Olsen, Cotter time. Name injured, Chester and Granville on the bench. Cotter could be decent shout here. Playing in the middle, big minutes. Did Started it. in the middle, playing big minutes. Was he playing big minutes, though? Well, I think he was playing the minutes he was expected to play. I can't see why a couple of injuries to cringe plays either way. Griffin and he. You guys are right, but he still wasn't chewing up massive minutes. Yeah. Either was old, mate. So. Does Drinky being back help Reuben Cotter as well, or it's just Reuben Cotter's so. not doing the things he was doing last mate, year? Reuben Cotter feeds off Tamalolo. Tamalolo feeds off Reuben Cotter. If they're both rolling forward with good momentum, I think they both thrive off the back of each other's play the balls. Yeah. What do you got over there, Louis? Yep. Um, Kane Birch, thoughts on Gilbert? I like Gilbert. I love him. I'm a, I'm a massive, especially with the dual, you know. That gives you that dual, dual flexibility with Gilbert. He's, sort of, he's another one that sort of got away. Don't get me wrong, he hasn't been doing the things that Josh King, I think, was doing at Melbourne. Like, he hasn't been going that nuts, but he's still been chugging along nicely, and he's made money as well. So, um. He's worthy shout. He's definitely worthy shout as a second front rower until Tarpany or someone does come good, if they come good. Con, you like Gilbert? Yeah, I don't mind Gilbert. Yeah. Pretty good work rate. So I'll pose a question here, right? For example, I've got Nat Butcher in my second row. Yeah. Would it be a bit of a luxury trade to go Nat Butcher to... Gilbert. Gilbert's been averaging 66. Nat Butcher, 59.4. No. Um, Only Tom Gilbert's role's established. Nat Butcher coming back. Matt Lodge back this week. Uh, Gus is back training. Mm-hmm. So he's playing for the Reggies this week, Norths. He's playing for Norths yeah. with Napa and Billy Smith and someone else, I think. So... Yeah, I get what you're saying, but Tupanu is coming back soon. Angus Crichton's coming back soon. It could be a good time to to move on that butcher. But dang, you're wrong. He'll probably still do a job for you over the next couple of weeks. But if you don't have pressing issues and you're really looking to strengthen your side, then I think that's not a bad trade, actually. Like, 
mm-hmm. strengthening. Because then, if like with his duel, if something does go to shit in the front row, and you can easily pump him up there and bring in a second rower. Yep. Um, Chris By, uh, Sally from Souths for forty plus next two weeks. Sally from Souths. Well, what's his role? You you you're the Souths man. So what's his role there? For you? Is he is he going to get that, Louis? He, that's probably that's probably the most he's gonna get. To be honest, to be honest, achievable. Um, but like, look, it's a, with Totola out, it's definitely achievable. Um, I per- personally, I do like Hame Sele as a player, um, but yeah, I think forty would probably be the most we'd get out of him. You got Davy Mawale um, coming off the bench as well, and he's not a bad player. So when Shaq do you back? Oh look, Shaq, weeks, Shaq was. Yeah. I think Shaq was eight weeks when he did the injury, so you're still looking at four or five weeks. So he could um, be a good shout, this LA for a four week play. Just for just for the four weeks, I wouldn't hold him any longer. Obviously, um, the thing is, the money the money's not there. Like to bring in one of these guys, you can't be expecting them to bring in three hundred k like you can with one of the backs. You know, like. Whereas you can expect the back to go bang, 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 score a few tries, a few attacking stats, and then. Can't Pereira. Yeah, you can't Pereira, and then juice up, get out. Whereas with the front rowers and stuff, they're chugging along at 40s, and even if they start at 200k, they're not going to get to 400 quick enough for you to go, all right, I can do anything with it, you know? Well, look, he, um, I'm looking at, looking at his stats now. He's played three games so far. He's currently at 308 with a break even of five. Yeah. Um. Uh, don't we won't count the Roosters because he played one minute and scored two. Um, Melbourne he scored he played forty seven and scored forty nine. Um, and Bulldogs last week scored forty two and played twenty nine minutes. So he's a worker. So he's he's definitely a worker. Um. Again, personally, I like him the way he plays as a player. Gets in, he gets in and he get he wants the ball in his hands. Every set, he's taking at least one hit up. Um, might earn you maybe a hundred k over the next four weeks, break even of five. But yeah, it seems to be not not a worthy trade unless unless you can foresee a world where he does eventually start in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I risk that sort of trade. Personally, that's just me. Yeah, I, I personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. It's a, it's a luxury trade, but I, I think most people will probably have other areas in their squad that need strengthening. Yeah. All right, Danny Sackle. If a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, are the dragons still fucking mud? Yep. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Saxy man. He's I'm better. He's better than the tigers, at least. You know. Zach Lomax, ball's bouncing for him again. <laughs> he scored a good try on the weekend. Not uh, suck too, Saxy. It's all right, mate. Yeah. We're not looking too crash on either, bros. Um, You got one there, Louie, or should I keep going? Uh, sorry, I do have one yet. Um, uh, Kez J. Austin. Uh, stuck with Stefano as a starter. Hopgood, Alamotti, Egan... 30k in my bank. Wondering how to best use my three trades this week. No Nico, um, as he's sticking with Nathan SJ for now. 
Let your head ain't mind that. Um, but you should get a heap of cash from Hopgood, Alamotti, and who? Uh, Hopgood, Alamotti, Egan. And Egan. So you can easily pull in a Harry Grant or something if you haven't got a Harry up the top. But with Hopgood money, like we were talking about before, who's that dude from South we're talking about? Host? Host, yeah. You can downgrade Hopgood to Host and free up a heap of cash there or even a Hopgood to a... Ray Stone, but I don't think his job security is as good as a host. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I read that. I, that was a second comment to another comment. So, this person is stuck with Stefano as a starter, stuck yeah, with Hookgood, Alamotti, and Egan in their squad. Oosh. Um, Hopgood, I think, so you've got to get rid of. Egan, you can sit. Egan, you can sit out because... Um, He's sitting out. Because he's... Because he's just got a head knock. Like, he's not going to lose you money like Hopgood can. Hopgood can come out and get a 20 and start going regressing real quick now, being a benchy. But, um, so I think Hopgood and Stefano are probably your two main people you want to upgrade. I think if you can upgrade Hopgood to Ma- uh, Madison, I think you're doing yourself good self. Good uh, shout. Yeah. What can you downgrade? Hop good to host and then upgrade Stefano to premium or waste? The only premium task at the moment, really, isn't it? Yeah, In technically. Or Gilbert. I'd put a Gilbert. It's not premium, but he's up, he's chugging along, right? 60s. 66, I think. <clears throat> Madison's high 70s at the moment. Only three games, but yeah, 80 was his last one. Yeah, if you can get up to Maddo, but... Yeah, he said he's got work to do, don't he? Yeah. 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 He doesn't have Hines, does he? No. Get Hines. I know he's riding SJ, but focus on getting Hines within the next two weeks. So, you're going to need cash, even still, to go from SJ to Hines. So, work out how to get that cash, in my opinion. There's your answer. Uh, Chris Looch. Good pot as always, lads. How long do we keep AKP and Warbrick? Or are the season-long burners who we just have to hope they keep scoring tries and then cash them out in 10 rounds' time? No, one this week, one next week, preferably, if not both next week, or one next week, one the week after. I think they both run their course, unless they score a double this week, obviously, and then that just resets the timetable again. I think for me, Cam Pereira is more of a hold. This, even though I think Warbrick probably scores a try this week, I think Cam Pereira is more of a hold. I do, I do, I honestly do, because he's got, he's got the five or six, five or six break even, four and back could easily get him a try. You know, last week was our own fault. We should have just realised four and weren't there, and it weren't going to be as good a football for it was for the Titans as it has been. But for him back's a mad opportunity for him. He gives him some space. So and Warbrick I think this week with Manly having no starting thirteen winger, like they're missing Tulipalotu and they're missing Gary. So he'll start back. Yeah but he Saab, can run fast. Saab can run fast, but he's not a very good defender. Like he's a bit of a bit of a liability in defence, you know, so I don't mind. I don't mind holding on to either of them for one more week. 
Warbrick should get his 40 break even. Um, should. And why? Because you got him down for a try. Well, I just think, yeah. <laughs> Without a try, we can see what he's going to score. Yeah. And then Cam Pereira, even if he doesn't get a try and he gets his 15, still going to make 10 grand this week, you know? So. And he's going to have a massive break even next week. Yeah, but gone next week. That's when you make your decision where if he bags two tries this That's week. Amazing. I think both of them are gone over the next three weeks. Yeah. In an ideal world. Yeah, Unless with... they score a double this week, and then obviously, like I said, you reset the timetable again. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm. If you had that, get rid of Rawbrick this week, and then AKP next. Um, Braden Kane feels about Royce Hunt as a fill-in for Stefano. Anything about his job security? Should be good. Dale's out. Rudolph's out. Someone else might even be out. But I think we said last week, Cam McInnes would be our choice of the middlemen. I don't know how that reflected in the scores over the weekend. Aaron? No idea. Um. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I have no idea how he's done on the weekend. <laughs> Hopefully it was good. <laughs> um. But <laughs> do we answer that question? That was the question. <laughs> uh, question was, uh, feels about Royce Hunt filling in for Stefano. Jeez, oh, it's such a wasteland in the front row, man. If you can get to Gilbert, get to Gilbert. That's that's the best advice I can give you from front row. It's only hundred and something thousand, I think. I'm on Royce as a pod, but I can't see his minutes changing too much. And if he's going to go jumping out of the water with his price, he's going to need a few attacking stats. Try or two, and I don't think your strike rate's high. I got one yeah. from Lance George. Um, I have Dewey money. It, money. Oh, I have Dewey money is not a problem. Do I go Munster or Cody Walker? Already have Cleary and Hines at seven. I think. I think. I think you have to go Munster, don't you? You have to. I think he's proven, especially this week at fullback. I think he could do anything at fullback this week. He could score a hundred easy this week. Um, not easy because he's up still up against a reasonably. Oh, they play manly, aren't they? Oh, shit, they could, yeah. And Munster's got a break-even of 69, so there's a high chance he's going to hit that. Oh, he should hit his 69. I, I think at fullback, he's a weapon. Absolutely. I reckon any time you got an opportunity for 69, you should hit it as hard as you can. You should. <laughs> um, but Welcome yeah. to the conversation, Juzzy. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> you know what? That other dude, too, Bat Pezzard, he's, he's not shit. You know what I mean? He's not just there f- filling a hole and passing the ball. He seems to... Do his own sort of thing, and he'll throw a cut out to the winger and do his do his bit. So I think that'll be good for Munster as well, having a bloke with a bit of confidence in the halves. Whereas you notice last year when they put Meany in that there, he just shuffled it along like he wasn't really doing plays and stuff. So I'll be going Munster for sure. I know Cody Walker sort of on a run and stuff, and South, like you said, has got a bit of a tough sort of run coming. So yeah, yeah, like I. 
as I said, a lot of people I can imagine are going to trade in Cody Walker, but I give it two weeks and they'll be trading straight back out. Go on, you've got, you got something to say there? Oh, I'd... Walker or fucking Munster? I'd, I'd carry Munster to the end. So I'm starting to think too, I'd carry Walker to the end. Yeah. I'm bringing in Walker this week, and because I'm $100 short of Munster, as I showed you, <laughs> so... <laughs> I wouldn't say it's by choice, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Deep, bro. Hundred bucks, tough. Yeah, thousands, all right. Hundreds, future. Um, you got um, another one? Yep, yep. Um, Sean O'Vaird. Uh, what's your thoughts on Dewey to Munster and uh, Egan to Luke? That way, I've got the gun half combo clear in Hines, and of course Munster. I'm just, uh, like, I don't mind Sonny Luke. I'm just not sold on Sonny Luke, you know? He's worry Sonny. That's, yeah. Look, if you're feeling good about Sonny Luke, and there's a lot of people that aren't, they are feeling pretty good about Sonny. Teddy's one that likes Sonny. Um, do it, man. Just do it. Go if you got. Do what you think's right, like. Really. Yeah, well, a lot of people have got this gut feel, so... I mean, he could towel up Crossland against the Knights this week. Yeah, it worked really well after, what, round two? When he scored that try. Everyone jumped on. Yeah. Then jumped off. Let's jump back on. Do what you got to do. Yep. Yeah. It is che- It is the chief option. Um, yeah, I'm all done, Avi. All right. Connor John, when is it time to move, on, move in and cash in all your... Cash cows to get seventeen twenty guns. Premium players. Made twenty five K placings in rankings the last two weeks, looking to continue his trend. So he's jumping up. Look, it comes down to when they start leveling out and when you think their runs ended too. Like um for me, like I I'm still gonna hold Warbrick and Calm Pereira this week just because they could score tries this week and get even more money over the next two weeks, but if you in your world can see where they're just going to flatten out and go to shit and you can upgrade your players now, then I'd do it, man. Pull the trigger to get the guns as quick as you can. Like, as long as you don't leave yourself short and start nuffing too early. Like, I've heard people talking nuffs um, across social media and other podcasts. I, I can't see a world where I'm nuffing in round seven. Uh, that's just fucking madness um, to me. I, unless... I'm looking deeper into the future, which has come back to bite every single one of us in the ass before, because looking too deep in the future, you never know. But if I can foresee a couple of players that might come through during the origin period and give me four, maybe six games to try and juice up, I might try to get to them, but you never know if they're going to come. You know, and you get stuck with these people in your side that do nothing and you can't get them out. You can cruel your season. Yeah, no, I um, I mean, I was looking. I have to admit, I was looking at nothing Alamotti this week. Yeah. Um. Well, I was looking at downgrading him, but there's no one really that I, that's standing out that's below his price range. There's no one really at that level that's just coming through that I'm that I'd trade to. Um. So it's either do I hold him and just let him drop price a bit, or or 
nuff someone now. Well, do you get on that manly winger that's coming in for Garrick, knowing that Turbo is going to play Origin, and he might he this is one of them things he might get a run. You don't know. Tulip below to and Cooler could be back by then, so you don't know what's going to happen. But he's one of them ones you could jump on. He's two hundred k. Hopes that he gets a few more runs. But yeah, I'd, don't do it. Well, who, who were they playing at fullback in the trials? Wasn't it that KO Weeks? Yeah, Weeks. That had? He plays on, fullback. on the bench. Cool played, I think, a bit of fullback. Sorry? Cooler? I think Cool played a bit of fullback in the trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but... Yeah, sorry, go on. No, you go, yeah. I was going to say, see, I think during Origin, they'd either play him at fullback, keep Garrick or the wing. But, yeah, I don't see, I don't see him coming in, to be honest. Yeah, so there's... Nothing, nothing for me now is not an option. I still got to try and find ways, or just you got to hold on that extra one or two weeks to these players. Probably, I hope they cross. Probably, <laughs> well, at least, probably juice up to where they got to get to. You might take a little hit here and there, but you still got to take maximum value, or at least get maximum value for your trade. So if you're trading up or out, you're getting the best points or money for the next week. Um, James. Mammoth, sorry, dude. Mammoth Susie, <laughs> sorry, dude. Hopgood or C- Couchman, free up some cash. Or is Couchman a security risk? Doing present to Hines this week, too, considering Alamotti to CNK. Um, Hines is a definite. I like Alamotti to CNK. Yeah, I did. That's what I did, Alamotti to CNK myself. Um, Chansey's on the up for me. He's, what'd you say his base work was at, Con, today? Uh, 48 was his lowest without the injury. Yeah. So he's just chugging along really nice. Yeah, well, the last two games, he had the 39 and 36 just in hit-ups. Yeah. So, and then he had eight tackle busts in one game, four tackle busts in the other. Try assisting one, two try assisting the other, try assisting one, two try assisting the other. So, yeah, if he scores a double and sets up two, he's buck 50 plus. Well, he's looking the goods over. The, and the whole team's looking better, let's be honest. Like, the whole New Zealand team yeah. has turned a bit of a corner this year compared to years gone by, anyway. So, definitely. Hot the good. Knights beat him. I do, the th- I do think Hot Goods must go. I don't know if you go to Couchman or if you go to the host over there at Souths. Stone. Stone. Or you go up. I don't know if he can go up if he's going present to Hines. Yeah, probably not. That's a lot of... That's a big chunk of cash. <laughs> um, and then to still go Alamotti to CNK, he's another hundred and something thousand as well. So he's he's going to be needing that downgrade money from Hot Good, I think. Um, we answer that? We did, eh? Bradley Baxter. I have Preston, uh, Preston, Hoskins, and Ford. Which one do I trade to Maddow in the next few weeks? Thinking Preston on the left may be a keeper with Kiko out. Also, is Haas a possible sell before Origin then bring him back after Origin? I don't think, I don't think you sell Haas if you got him. Waste of a trade. Well, I think if you look at the rest of the front row, is you... 
Yeah, Uto's and stuff are only 20 points behind and they're already on your bench. You might as well just play them through that period rather than burn up some trades. Us will still do a job for Brisbane in and amongst that. Unless a couple of front rows start pumping out consistent 80s, you're not going to really miss out on too much. Yeah. Um. So but the other one, you got to judge that in a couple of weeks. What? The Preston. second rowers on Preston's hostage. Yeah, how board. their minutes are progressing and how their role is in the team. Well, Maddo's going to go up. You're going to assume he's not going to drop in price. Well, he won't jump up this week, but he's going to yeah, he's going to start increasing after this week if those numbers keep. Preston Preston's probably is out of all them more of a keeper than Hoskins Ford for me. He's only he's a, he's the one that goes. He's only doing a job till he's. Plato's out, I'll I'll pun him for someone better, hopefully. That's They're all only doing a job to their Plato out. Preston's not got a keeper. Ford's not a keeper. Well, Preston's young, like, bro. I'll... Yeah, but you, you take take away Simbidden, 10 points. 10 minutes off the field, so 20 points. Still only 47. In a, t- in, a, in, in a day, we got absolutely fucking pumped, bro. Yeah, absolutely yeah. pumped. Like, that's not bad for a kid who's in his first season. He will get better and better as weeks go on. He'll get combinations, and I like. I think he'll. I think he'll be one of the ones you can sneakily oh, have there all year. You reckon you Jermaine Hopgood? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I ain't putting that hate on no one. <laughs> Sorry, Manny. Uh, but yeah, no. I think Ford for me. He's the one that out of all them that's he's on the chopping block the fastest because he needs the attacking stat the most. Whereas I think Hoskins in a good team next to Naif and Preston's will just get better because he's only six games into a career. Um, Dan Nickel. Trade out Egan, Stefano and Hopgood. Bring in Maddo, Marshall, King and Gilbert. But miss Nico until next week. Have SJ and Cleary still in the halves. Better buy coverage. Just going to cost me about 90k more to get Nico. I like it. It's the 90k more. We're all assuming that he's not going to go gangbusters as a thing. If he comes out for another buck 80, can you get him the week after that? Comes out for an eight-minute HIA and scores a seven. Yes. Can you get him cheaper? You could get him cheaper, but you could either side of that coin. Can you get him the week after if he goes up 120? But they're bringing those three players. Yeah, I I think you can justify trying to find a 90k the week after to do those trades this week. If he didn't have SJ and Cleary, I'd be a bit more sceptical. Right. But he's got the two other best halves yeah. in the comp, which is... And SJ's holding his own against this. Yeah. So. That's it. And then solidifying your team with those other players, surely you can... Surely you've got a fattened up cow that you can sell to make that 90k to get Nico. Oh, you'd find the way. Oh, just, oh. But, yeah, I'll see what you're saying. Having Maddo, who's chugging along at 80s. Marshall King, who's carrying the... Next best thing to the whiz. Yeah, and then you've got Gilbert, who's doing his job. We've mentioned six or seven times tonight in questions alone, Gilbert. So a lot of more other people are on Gilbert as well. So, yeah, but in saying that, is it worth getting one of those and Hines this week and then another two of those next week? Yeah, but he might not be able to make that happen. This might be just... This is the way. I'd say with the way their break-evens would sit, I don't know exactly what they are, but just assuming on what their scores have been lately and what their prices are, I'd say 
getting Hines in this week would be the best value for money route. Yeah, but this might be his way to get the money to Hines as well. There's, oh, I don't know. Well, Egan, Steph and Hopgood, Maddo, Marshall, King Gilbert, he's got money already. He's yeah. got to have some cash sitting there. So, look, for me, I got I, that week Nico came back, I had to get Nico just on seeing Nico, you know. I thought, fuck, I have to get him. But if you have a plan, like Dan, Dan has, I didn't cut you know, Dan has a plan. I like his plan to Maddo, Marshall, King Gilbert, bring Nico in for the sake of 90K next week. Yeah. I like that. 100%. But yeah, like you said, but if you can swing it and get Nico and bring in a Gilbert or something next week, I'd go that way. That's it. You can bring in two this week, one of them Nico, and then two next week. Muhammad Chico. I have Egan out and thinking thinking of Holden to see what happens, buying a cheap hooker and selling turbo for an Eisenhoof or Crocker. And then upgrading Prezit to Cleary. I don't think I can give Cleary a hold off anymore. You'll get Cleary this week. Yeah, I don't know about bringing in a Eisenhoof for a Crocker, though. Nah, not at um, all. But there's no one else to say, hey, go go get this guy either. you got to get Nath this week. Yeah, Nath's a must. But for him to do that, I think he has to sell. I'll get rid of Egan and probably bring in a Ray Stone. That'll free up some cash for you. Any way to get knife, get knife. Yeah, get rid of Egan for Ray Stone or someone else cheap. I'd be swinging to Ray Stone, but and then if you're selling Turbo, that's another one that worries me. Who are you bringing in for him? If it's not Reese Walsh, don't do it. No, you're not making any money off that either. Yeah, no, you're I not. I wouldn't be selling Turbo. No, I wouldn't either. Personally. Oh man, I don't know. You got to get clear in, but he's got to do it. So read that. Well, they must be swapping. Uh, yeah. Must be swapping a maybe an Asako or something like that down to fullback, or a chance to fullback to cover that. Yeah. If they're bringing yeah. in, looking at bringing Croker. Yeah, Croker's. I don't know. Well, you, only other person that comes to that mind is, is that manly it, winger no, that Matt, you were speaking Matt about. Matt Croker. Oh, Matt Croker, I'd have one. The front row. I'm assuming. Yeah, That's what you said, isn't it? Eisenhoof or Croker. <clears throat> yeah. For Turbo. Yeah. Matt Croker. Oh, for Turbo. Gerbo? Turbo. So it has to be um, Lachlan Croker then. <coughs> no, uh, Jared Croker. Yeah. But what Eisenhoof is in the back row. In Sandy Wings. Tom. Tom's jewel. Is he? Yeah. Like every year, he's the dual centre wing, second row. You wouldn't be thinking about bringing Tom Eisner in, would you? No. But to get to Cleary, I'm guessing that's his way to get to Cleary. He's got to bring in someone. Surely there's a better way. Cheap. I'd go Croker over Eisner. Get Con on the WhatsApp, Muhammad. Find him, stalk him, send him pictures of your team and tell him to fix it. Um. Yeah, that's all I've got. You want to do the round recap? Sure. Alright, um, just while he's getting the round recap up, high break evens, Con, these are the ones quickly. Teddy, 130, would you bring him in this week? Nope. Wait for that. Drinky, 135. Nope. Garrick, 130. Nope. <laughs> I would hold anyway if I had Garrick. Sadly. Selling, but lanes <laughs> the price one, isn't right. Lane's a 121, I think. If you're looking at Lane, even as a pot, I think you wait for his money to come down. Yeah, I'm not bringing him in this week. 
Tohu, he's 103. Wait. And Egan, 99, I think. Sell. You sell Egan. Two. Two head knocks in a month. Got to go. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Yep. Yeah. So, round recap. Uh, let's talk about fullbacks and hat-tricks. Everyone wants that sweet fullback money, and this week showed why they earned the big bucks. Latrell Mitchell bagged a hat-trick, ding, as well as Campbell Graham, ding, ding, showing why they are the top echelon of custodians to destroy the Bulldogs, who have yet to win on Good Friday since 2017. When the Fox, Fox went down, that was it for the Berries, as the Rabbitohs attacked his vacant wing and put 50 on them. Uh, that must have been tough for you, Burks. That was a hard watch, bro, I'll be <laughs> honest. Like, you would have been jamming around, yahooing. But yeah, about uh, about halfway through the game, I went, okay, yeah, we got this. Yeah. Well, we were in, it was a good little fight for the first 15, 20 minutes. I think we scored first and team morale was up. I think I think it was your first I think it was your first play of the game. I think we had possession for the first opening like six or seven minutes straight and then first play and you guys run down the wing and score. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was an off the cuff play too from like the scrum maybe or mm, yeah. yeah but he just cut out you just had um We had Cody Walker on the wing. I don't know yeah, why don't but know why. Cody Walker was camped on the wing. I think Tane Milne was inside him. And I think the ball went out to Kraz, who drew drew him in, and then passed it out to Avrilo, and he was off. Yeah, it was good to watch. And then, yeah, it all went down from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, once the Fox went off, it was painful, mate. I couldn't understand. They brought Topany on to play centre. Didn't see him play centre all game. I don't know where he was. But they, for me, I would have probably put Avrilo over on the wing outside of Alamotti just for a bit of sp- bit of speed just to try to keep a bit of speed out there and put Topany over there inside Karaz just as a defender but yeah, it didn't work out that way and we got exposed hard yeah like hard um Braden Burns this week should do all right but yeah yeah South they um they they are uh, there was patches there where I was a bit concerned um, there was patches there where they didn't really, um, uh, it was pr- pretty even really. Um, and then it was just those, uh, the 10 minute patches where we just pumped, pumped tries on end of the first half, pumped tries on in, I think was it two or three tries in the last 10 minutes? Yeah. yeah same, yeah. same with that second half. There was a, I think a 15 minute period where we pumped all our tries in. Yeah. I think there was like six tries in like 15, seven tries or something. It was crazy. But yeah, anyway, what do you do? Like it's one of them things. South pumps all the time, yeah. and um, that that game. But yeah, for the first eight and fifteen, we were okay. But we've got a long way to go. If we lose, we lose one of our starting backs, we seem to be in a bit of trouble. So it's one of them things we've got to work on as a club. Yep. Um, moving on. Uh. In the Dolphins-Cowboys clash of Queensland, the Hemmer had a day to remember as he carved up his former team. Bagging a double, setting up two with 11 tackle busts, all helped affirm his chance at possibly uh, Maroon's number one jersey. Uh, Asako scored three impressive tries, and the Finns are back in the winner's circle. Con, I know as soon as I mentioned uh, Maroon's 
having Hammer at number one, you picked up your mic. Do you want to make a little comment there? Racing? Well, Hammer playing number one for Queensland. That's, what's, that's what he wrote here. Mm-hmm. KP, he's going to be back in a week or two. He's number one walk-up start. I think I still maintain Cameron Munster's number two walk-up start. We did in play number six. Reese Walsh, number three. And then probably Val Holmes, number four. And then maybe after Hemmers filled in at Val centre spot, he might get a crack. There's definitely no way he's number one. Front yeah. runner you know what? Number one jersey. You know what? Hammer on the weekend looked really good. He didn't look shit. He didn't look out of place. A couple of times at the Cowboys. So you pick him for Queensland over KP fit? No. You I pick don't. him for Queensland over Reese Walsh fit? No, I don't. You pick him Queensland over Cameron Munster fit? No, I don't. You but pick he's him played... over Qu- Queensland over Hit That's what I'm he's saying, mate. He's not Queensland. playing for Queensland. He's played for Queensland before. Yeah, at centre. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's been and he's done, he's done a fantastic job. And he did. I doubted him when that game with low expectations coming out thinking, Jesus Christ. And I don't think he'd look out of place in a maroon jersey. But maybe. not number one jersey. No, I don't know if he'd get the one. Not for me, but could easily get a wing. Kyle Felt's wing or whatever. Even if you have him coming off the Cobb bench, Oates. it's a bit of an impact. Yeah. Oates. Yeah. Nah. Ben Hunt's. Harry Grant. I think Harry's ready for 80, mate. What? Ben Hunt plays 14, then? Yeah, Ben Hunt can play 14. That's what I mean. So we can't carry another fullback, or... Why not? Davey plays 80. Davey who? Davey Fia. Does he? Can't. He didn't play the team last year, did he? He'll play this year. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't healthy, I don't think, last year. I think you'll have Carrigan, who give you big minutes. I think you have Cotter, who give you big minutes. I think you have um, old mate who gives 80 minutes from Cowboys, the try-scoring dude. Nanai. Nanai, give big minutes. Well, I think you can Felice, afford to carry these I think Felice will play 60 minutes. One edge, 80. There you go. So you got 80-minute men everywhere, bro. Like You can afford to carry these guys. Man, you can't. you got to have middle rotation, man. You can't go in with just two middle rotations in the fucking origin. <laughs> you can you can. We'll have a week. You could, use wood. Especially shit. with Captain Kurt on the beach. Yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. We know how to play Origin, bro. We get it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> there you go. Moving on from Queensland. Uh, Storm v. Roosters. Xavier Coates scores a treble as the Storm manhandled a Roosters teddy outfit. Munster showed why he is still the game's premier player, as he and f- as he and stand-in fullback Meany boasted up two tries. Will Pappy be back? Who knows? Uh, but he probably shouldn't play. But Meany is doing a do- the job in the spine. A tribute to belly plug and play system. Yeah. Any comments? Sorry, I was trying to get a sneaky photo of Jazzy, me phone's not doing it. I was trying to get his snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat yeah, that, Louis? No, no, no. Look, look the, the plug and play things worked for Bellamy for a long time. Like, he has, he has the master of getting the best out of a cusp or, or fringy. 
you know, and he turns them into just shit-hot players. Like, not shit-hot anywhere else, just shit-hot in the Melbourne system. You know, it's it's a system that's worked for him for ages. And you got to give him credit. His plug-and-play works, man. Um, I think this young young peasant will be a good plug-and-player. I think he'll do a mad job, just like Nico done a job for him. In years gone by, Pappy did a job before him. And I just think, yeah, good luck to him. I like their plug-and-play shit. Always have faith in Craig. Um, is Dylan Edwards the number three fullback in the NRL? With four tries, running 187 metres, busting 11 tackles, there is no argument for me that as the players rockets second pl- Panthers rockets second place, outplaying the Sea Eagles. Number three fullback in the NRL, guys? It, it depends what you're looking for in a fullback. Great team, fullback. For me, Teddy's number one, but he's a Dylan Edwards on steroids. But then you've got your turbos, trells, players like that who can just individually just win you a game by themselves against anyone any day when they turn it on. Dylan Edwards can't do that. Oh, look, he can do it to an extent. He just doesn't have them... His running game's exceptional, man. Like 100%. He, like, he'll he run- do 20, 25 carries a game. 200 metres. Yeah, but even now, like, more so than years gone by. Right, if you had to pick one fullback in the competition to win you a game, would it be Dylan Edwards? No. Would it even come to mind? You'd be thinking Latrell, Turbo, you Teddy, know, not just that, right, Yeah, fair enough. If Caelan I'm thinking, Palmer, Reece Walsh. If I'm in a team that's not... Not what? sound. Like, he's in a team where they all... That's it. They all work well together. That's and right. He wouldn't need to do that because exactly. that would be Naif doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, That's so, it. It depends what you're looking for in this fullback. Oh, he's a great and team. And it depends what team you've got around that fullback as to how you can apply that fullback strength accordingly. Well, he's and the, if you don't have the team around them to bring out their best attributes, well, then it doesn't matter how good a fullback they are. Well, he's a back-to-back premiership winner. Well, like I said, he's he's a Teddy. Just, I don't think he's as good as Teddy. Well, he but admitted... him, Teddy, Guffo, they all, Chance, to a lesser extent, they all play a very similar game. Very heavy work rate, lots of runs, lots of metres, bringing it out of their own end. Not so much the fast, flashy plays. Yes, they occasionally break through the middle of some lazy defenders, bust off a few defenders and stuff. Teddy more so than the others. But, yeah, they're different than to your turbo. We can just run through 13 players, score a try from his own end out of just absolutely nothing. Latrell, who can just palm off 17 people and run over the touch at the same time and score a try. Like, yeah. Then you've got your Caelan Plong, who's got their flash, and your Reese Walsh, who's got their speeds. So it just depends on what you want. And need. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I highly rate Dylan. I've rated Dylan Edwards ever since like six months after he came back from when he couldn't catch a cold, when he got dropped that year, when he just he, he just couldn't, the, the football just wouldn't stay in his hands for some reason. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And he come back from that, and ever since then, he's just been climbing up and up and up and up. Yeah. Um, also, other number ones impressing this week include Jaden Campbell, who was providing a really good spark with the Titans' win over the Dragons. Um, and the Warriors, Charles Nickel-Klockstad, uh, setting up two tries and running 229 metres in their loss to the Knights. 
Um, Charlie Staines making the position his own, and he and fellow Penrith alumni Appy Corusau led the Tigers back to within six with just over two minutes to go in what was a forgettable first half. Um, did you guys want to comment on that game? Right. Yeah, I, I yeah. just want to know yeah, go when they were six points down and they forced a dropout, how Charlie Sands reacted to that situation. Poor Charlie. He bent hunted it. <laughs> uh, poor Charlie. He felt bad, like, watching it, man. Like, they were really, they were dragging that game back in, man. They were, they were on top, way on top of power at that point, and he didn't drop that ball, I feel. I don't know if they actually go on to score a try. Yeah, but, no, yeah, who knows? But yeah, definitely the momentum. Somebody could have dropped the ball and they'll play. They, they had momentum. Yeah, they definitely, definitely had momentum. And then definitely. for Sibo to just go down and score a try, just... Yeah, was the end. Wah, but wah, wah. kudos to the Tigers. They, they didn't come out. They didn't get 40 put on them, which they probably could have, judging by weeks gone by. Um, I really think Maddo and Mitch Moses saved Para. to be honest. Both had blinders, you know, and it's... Mitch kicking game. Former club, you know, yeah. Fuck, he can kick a ball, man. Yeah, bro, he's a gun, eh, like... Well, he doesn't have that big spiral bomb that Burton does, but he can kick a ball from 50, 60 metres out, 40 metres high, and bring it down 10 metres out. It's He's got it on a string. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. He's crazy, like a, man. A-Ray's the same. A-Ray's good with... Yeah, he, he doesn't have the distance and the height that Mitch does. Mitch can... Oh, he can kick a ball. Yeah. Sorry, was this Mitch Moses you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yep. can kick the ball. Well, speaking of Moses, the last bit of this round recap, uh, Mitchell Moses had the ball on a string with four try assists, five if you include an um, errant pass picked up by the Tigers for a run- one runaway try, um, to prevent the repeat of last year's Easter Monday miracle. Yeah, that's yeah. why they got beat by the Tigers, didn't they? That's yeah. right, yeah. And that is it for the round recap. Yeah, sweet. You got anything else on the live there before we, we chime out? I do, I do. Captains, um, captains and vice-captains, while was Louis looking for that? Captains I've, and vice-captains. Well, just got, just got one here. Yeah. Um, Paul Burkhart says he's been uh, nothing since round one, so enjoy. Yeah, Paul. He's killing it too. Good on him. He's up, he's up there. I know that. He's, he's up there. He scored a good 1,400 and something on the weekend too, so... Well done, Paul. Um, captains and vice-captains, before we go, Podmasters and the Supercoach Hub also get a part of that if you're a Supercoach. And we have a ring. Contact Con on the WhatsApp. That's how you get to know how to get the ring. Uh, what do you got there, captains and vice-captains for the week? Mine is on VC Munster in the Cleary at the moment, just because Munster playing fullback's juicy to me. I'm going Cody Walker into Nath. But I am contemplating <coughs> doubling down on Reese Walsh. Really? Who they play? Titans. Titans. So you got a captain? Yeah, Munster into Cleary at this stage. Yeah. Louie? Uh, I currently, I'm sitting on uh, Reese Walsh. Against the Titans. However, deal bags against the Bulldogs. I, I don't know. I just got a feeling that he might actually tear them up. Really? Yeah, just, just, just a sense that I'm getting. So, mm. 
Maybe. Maybe. Saf's tingling. Saf's sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for the week then, eh? Peace. Mm -hmm. Good luck your coaching.